Hey there, my name is Allie Robinson. I am a certified personal trainer and running coach, and I am here to love, support, and guide you through this amazing journey to crushing your goals. We will talk about all things running, racing, strength training, nutrition, and weight loss without forgetting the real talk like mental health and motherhood. It's like a coffee date with your bestie, except I have the credentials, personal experience, and client testimonials to back it all up. So grab your favorite water bottle, put on your headphones, start your workout, and join me for something wonderful. Race day will be here before you know it. So I'm sure that all of those excited, nervous race day jitters are starting to set in which can make getting all the things on your to-do list done a little overwhelming. Because trust me, in the craziness of the days leading up to the race, you don't want to be mixing up your travel plans or forgetting your headphone charger. So I created the perfect race day checklist to walk you through all the things that you want to check, double check, and remember in the months, weeks, and days leading up to your race. The best part is it's completely free. You can download your free race day checklist now. The link is in the show notes. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. Today is technically an Ask Me Anything, but I don't have a very specific question to read out to you right now, mainly because I literally get some variation of this question asked at least every couple weeks. And the questions are all about carb loading. What is carb loading? how to carb load, when to start carb loading, is it necessary to carb load? I get so many questions about carb loading. And as a runner and as a new runner, I get it because we hear so much about carbs, but you can uh, it, it can be a little hard to narrow in on the information that is relevant to you about carb loading. So in today's episode, we are diving in deep to talk all about carbs. And as a runner myself, I can tell you I am a carb lover. Um, You know, as a nutritionist and as someone that really specializes in weight loss for women, um, I really do believe that carbs have a place and purpose in our diets. Um, I'm not one of those coaches that is super fond of keto diets or low-carb diets, Uh, so I am very passionate about carbs and ready to dive into this episode. So carbs or carbohydrates are one of the three main macronutrients. So you have carbs, proteins, fats, but why are carbs so important to runners, especially when we live in a society that has kind of demonized carbohydrates, uh, thus leading to such a big popularity on keto diets, low-carb diets. Um, But 
but if, if if carbs are so bad, right? If carbs are so bad for you, then why are athletes loading up on this stuff? And the big reason that athletes and runners are so big into carbs is because carbs are our body's preferred source of energy. When we eat carbohydrates, our body breaks down the carbs into glycogen. And glycogen gets stored in our muscles and in our liver. So when we are running and exercising, we are utilizing that glycogen in the form of glucose as an energy source or as a power source. So if you've ever heard of a runner like hitting the wall, it's usually referring to that just utter exhaustion that can occur when glycogen storage, all the glycogen that's stored in your muscles have been depleted and there is no rapidly available energy source. So our muscles and liver can store about 60 to 90 minutes worth of energy, depending on the intensity of the workout. Obviously, the higher the intensity, the faster that the glycogen will be drained. So you might see a lot of runners, especially during longer races, um, it's pretty common practice for them to eat like goos, chews, gummies, um, you know, even things like pretzels or sports drinks, you know, some sort of fuel that is going to give them, you know, carbs and sugar to give them that renewed energy source when they are doing these longer races or like half and full marathons. So they are just giving their body these quick, easily digestible carbs that can be broken down into glucose to utilize for energy. So that means that if our body can store about, you know, over a little over 60 minutes worth of energy, that means that we probably don't need to worry about eating like additional carbs or carb loading if we are just doing a 5k or maybe even a 10k. So when I'm talking about carb loading, I'm I'm talking about people that are doing longer distance races. And if you're still just, you know, if you're doing those 5Ks and 10Ks, you probably do not need to worry about carb loading. Because carb loading is about making sure that those glycogen storages in our body are completely full and topped off to make sure that we are starting those longer distance races with as much energy as possible. So if you if you hear me say this, like, oh, we got to top off our our glycogen storages and we got to carb load. If you hear this and you immediately assume that you should be eating tons of pasta right before your race, you are not alone. (laughs) Um, I think of the episode in the office where Michael eats this huge thing of like fettuccine Alfredo right before he does a 5K. 
and he ends up really struggling through the race and and even like throws up at the end and he actually says one of my favorite quotes in this episode and he says i eventually uh, i eventually puked my guts out but i never puked my heart out and if you've ever done a race, if you've ever gotten sick or thrown up, um, you know, from doing a race or during or after a race, um, I think we all know that feeling, right? Like you can absolutely like just rut your guts out. Um, but as long as you have the heart and soul, um, you know, it, I just think it's it's a good quote because uh, I think a lot of us might understand that feeling. Even if we haven't actually puked after a race, we have that feeling that we just like left it all out on the course. And we're proud of ourselves, even though we don't feel good. Uh, you know, we never lose that heart. So I love that little quote. Um, but you know, the, the misunderstanding about pasta and carb loading is completely there. Um, I think my husband also sent me like a meme once and it said something like eat pasta, run fasta. So every time we do eat pasta, we joke about how fast I'm going to be the next day when I go for my run. Um, but the truth is, I don't eat a big thing of pasta the night before a race. And like Michael in the office, some people have, you know, kind of a negative experiences with eating large amounts of pasta or even like Alfredo sauce, um, you know, because of the dairy or, you know, because of the heaviness of the carbs I want to uh, like kind of chime in and remind you, nothing new on race day. Nothing new on race day or nothing new leading up in the days before the race. So if you are not used to eating large portions of pasta, don't eat pasta. Because the term carb loading really has nothing to do with pasta or eating a huge portion of any sort of carb before you race. So how do we actually carb load? Well, I already told you that carb loading is just topping off your glycogen storages, right? So if you are already eating a well-balanced diet, um, you know, getting in your carbs, proteins, fats, then your glycogen storages should be already pretty good. So we don't need to top it off and go crazy with the carbs, Carb loading is just slightly increasing your carbs in the few days leading up to your race. And by slightly increasing, I'm talking about eating the same meals that you normally would, but maybe adding a side of oatmeal for breakfast, maybe, uh, you know, having a bagel as a snack or having like a side of rice or potatoes at dinner. So you're eating the same way you would any other day, but you're adding like one more portion of carbs to make sure that that glycogen storage is, is just topped off and you are ready to go. It's everything you would normally eat and just adding slightly more to not throw off everything else in your body because you want to make sure that these carbs are the foods that you've tested out before. 
So, you know, think of like a, a, a carb that you wouldn't normally eat. So like, you know, quinoa, right? I love quinoa. But if you've never had quinoa before, you don't want to eat a ton of quinoa the night before a race, even though quinoa is a great source of carbs, only to find out that, you know, all the fiber in quinoa doesn't settle very good in your stomach and make you sick on race day. So nothing new, no new carbs, stick with the foods that your body already knows and that you've tested out tried and true during your training. So that's it. That's carb loading, right? It's nothing. It's nothing complicated. It's nothing that you have to stress about. It literally is just adding in a little portion of carbs in the few days leading up to a race. So Hopefully that clears up any confusion, um, you know, about carb loading. You know, if you're doing that 5K and 10K, again, you probably don't need to worry about the carb loading as long as you are eating a well-balanced diet. And if you are preparing for a longer distance race, I hope this gives you some ideas on how you are going to prepare and fuel to kick some butt on race day. So that is it for me today, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. To show your support for the show, please take a moment to rate and review wherever you are listening to your episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at something underscore wonderful, and you can even join my free Facebook group, Weight Loss for Runners. And remember, my friends, until next time, you are something wonderful.